0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, June 27th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Timpey AMA hosted by the Kadena Project Network. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hey, welcome on.
1: Hi, thanks. I think we have uh, Jörg and myself here from Timpy.
2: Yes, Good morning, everyone. Good
3: morning. More, uh, good afternoon for me, but good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, eight, yeah, eight a.m. in New That's Zealand, good. so good morning. <laughs>
1: uh, Three p.m. here.
3: Okay, I think we're gonna go ahead and get started now. So, uh, thank you, uh, George, and uh, I don't know who's speaking from the Timby account, but thank you for coming on.
1: Sorry, it's uh, Gareth. Gareth and oh, Diog Thank
3: you. All right, thank you, Gareth, and uh, your. I probably butchered the pronunciation. I'm American. But <laughs> no <don't> worries. <laughs> uh. So um, just kind of like for those of us who don't know, and I'm sure many of us have heard of Timpy, but for uh, those who are listening and who don't know, can you guys just give an
2: introduction of yourselves and Timpy? Yeah, sure. I can I can maybe start with that. So uh, Timpy is the first genuine decentralized search engine. Um, so what we are aiming to do is basically we interrupt uh, the current state of search. If you look at the current state of search, you have basically two big players, and that's Google and Bing. And with that, there comes a lot of um, challenges, let me put it that way. And uh, with Timpy, we want to um, basically give the the users the power back and the control back and allow them access to unbiased, unfiltered information. About myself, so um, my background is, um, I'm the the, the founder, CEO of Timby. sorry, (laughs) I might might start with that. Uh, My background is information security, so for more than two decades, I'm I'm, um, working in information security, and with that, a couple of years ago, eight years nearly ago, I founded a business called Darkscope. DarkScope is a cyber intelligence business, and for that um, we needed to develop a search engine—a search engine that uh, finds information in cyberspace about uh, DarkScope's customers to show if they are at risks of, uh, of uh, at risk of cyber attacks. So during this time, I thought about a search engine that is completely decentralized and. Um, gives the user a better overview or a better search result in terms of unbiased information. And that was when the idea of Timpy was born. Um, so last year um, I uh, talked to Gareth about it. Gareth is a friend of mine and we have been working in other projects as well. Um, and I talked with Gareth about it and that we are, um, you know, Timpy started. So we um, started developing the solution, started designing the solution already before we uh, even um, go, went public. And uh, we are now in a state where we have a running beta program. So we, we are running a, a public beta um, of our, one of our core uh, technologies, which is the Collector. And um, the GeoCore is also in a, um, in a state or in a, in a beta version. Um, so we are already developing we um, looking at our roadmap we are looking in, in going by uh, live with the search engine uh, this year so but that's that's yeah
1: that's about myself and and Timmy. gareth do you want to maybe quickly yep so uh, my name is gareth and i'm co-founder and chief operating officer of timpy <clears throat> and my background's in it management so i, I started off uh, my career in it um working with hewlett-packard on their uh consultative uh team and, and working with other large global organizations such as shell and um sony and, and a few others um that then over over the years then i've i've moved into uh, the crypto space and um actually really really love working in this space so when Jörg came to me with um the the idea of timpy then i jumped at the opportunity to to work with him uh, but my my background's in um in implementation of erp systems to, traditionally at least before we I got involved in, in the crypto side of things one of the things that makes me particularly excited about timpy is when we talk about unbiased data and that's really one of our differentiators from the rest of the market um, and we we of course do have the security and the privacy functions such as Brave and DuckDuckGo, um, but we on, on top of that we we actually have developed and built our own index. So whereas DuckDuckGo and Brave use Google's index, we we've actually developed our our own. So we can say in a genuine way that the the data that's represented to you is is unbiased and. The, the, the whole structure of the search engine is decentralized. So we're really thinking about how we can, you know, solve this global problem where people are being manipulated um, in, in various different ways in different countries uh, with the data that they see. We want Timpy to be that placeholder for people to go to where they can be reassured that the, the data that they're gonna get is unmanipulated and that's really where we're getting a lot of uh, traction and uh, attention uh, in this space at the moment because we're the only people who are genuinely tackling that that problem
3: yeah and i think it's interesting that you guys are doing it through crypto you know brave they do their monetization and um funding and ads through crypto but uh you guys talk about the fundamental the root of it is the index and that's what makes it decentralized so yeah, cool to see that you guys are doing that and I love that you're doing it on uh Kadena with tokenization. Um so I guess my next question would be also Kadena related kind of uh how has your experience been since you know announcing Timpy? or sorry, since announcing Timpy, how has it been like interacting with the Kadena community?
2: I can I can maybe um go for that so uh, it has been amazing um from the from the start um when when we introduced Timpi and the the idea of of uh, of we we had a very warm welcome um at kadana and it's 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 really a a great community i would say uh we got a lot of support a lot of uh, uh feedback and um we feel yeah very very good about it so it was was a great experience
1: I think we're we're, we're seeing the Cadena network being built out quite rapidly now, and we were one of the first there. And <clears throat> we were uh, backers of Cadena uh, before um, Timpy even came into play, so it was a natural point for us to be able to uh, sort support the Cadena network. Um, and uh, being able to um, launch there has been really good. And, and generally, uh, the, the communities. Um, been uh, pretty happy. I think the the what, what I will say at this point, and I think we're gonna we'll touch on it uh, later, is that we we are also our own layer one. So we will be launching our own layer one, and we're going to be uh, multi-chain. So we'll be on the and on our our own layer one network. So it's, it's a multi-chain. Yeah,
2: but we will touch on that a little bit more in detail. I think. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and I know you guys were originally going to do Kadena and Ethereum, but I think you guys switched that Ethereum aspect with the Layer 1 chain. So, yeah, have some questions yeah. about that later. Exciting stuff. Okay. So, um, I know you guys launched on KD Launch. Uh, You guys built up a huge community from that. Uh, It's been great watching you guys grow over the past few months, and I'm really excited to see you guys launch. So, uh, can you guys kind of explain, like... uh? what what has been the most like interesting part of raising on kadena like raising funds on kadena i think
1: the, the 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 great thing with kadena is that it's not like launching on ethereum or binance where no one actually cares about the network like everyone here genuinely cares about kadena and kadena's growth and what you see in the kadena network right now is that all the projects many of the projects that are launching on cadena we're all working together and we're all talking to each other and we're all helping each other out and so there's really a really nice feel about the cadena and the cadena community and and working with everybody on the cadena on the and that, that's really been great and of course you know we in, in addition to that it's not just the community it's kadena themselves and yeah you know, we we've got a, an unopened line with uh, a few of the the kadena guys there and we wouldn't be able to have that on if, if with other networks it just wouldn't be open to us at, at, at this stage whereas yep. K- kadena is there and they're really creating an environment where kadena can uh, grow and, and flourish in the future
3: awesome yeah, so um, personally, I know you guys did really well on your IDO. Uh You guys, uh, a lot of promises, and I, I see the delivery there especially. You guys have a stellar team. I'm just going to go out and say that. Uh, like you said, you've been you can work working a lot. Of, uh, you guys have a lot of experience in this sector, so um, definitely uh, I have trust in you guys to kind of uh, apply this, especially in the crypto space. So, yeah. Thank um, you. So... How many active developers do you guys have on the team? If you, don't, if you don't mind me asking, this might be a completely internal thing?:
2: No, no, that's not a, no, no that's no worry. <laughs> so we, we are working with, with five developers actively on the project. Um, I just finished off our um, um, growth plans and, and budget planning. so we are growing to a team of um, 16 uh, in the near future and the developers are spread around um, um various um, areas of, of the solution so we have um, javascript um, c sharp developers um, blockchain um so we we cover we have um ai um experts as well so um at this stage we are very busy um, um going through the beta program right now and and um a special thanks to our community, actually. So uh, for everyone who is listening and part of the beta program, great work, thank you. Um, so yeah, that's where where we are at, at this stage. Cool.
3: Yeah, um, I'm glad to see, hear you guys are actively working on the project right now. And I know I'm. Uh, I, I hear a lot of good things about the beta program. Um, so yeah, really cool stuff. Yeah. And I like I've seen some sneak peeks of you guys. Um, you know, node operations and stuff like that. So curious how you guys are going to do that um, through like the multi-chain, uh, through this multi-chain world that we're in with crypto right now with your guys own layer one in Kandana. Um So, yeah.
1: I think one of the, the the key things that we wanted to demonstrate is that we're serious about what we're doing. And so this is why we we wanted to get the beta out as soon as possible to show people that, yeah, we are actually building this because I know when we first came out, people, really didn't uh believe that such a thing could exist or it was possible you know and and so we we want to prove to everyone that yeah it's, it, it is happening and it's going to happen um and so the only way to to do that was really to 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 start building and um we're we're running the Ido events and everything that is happening with the fundraising to in parallel with the um development so none of that is stopping development we're full steam ahead uh, and running the two in parallel
3: awesome oh you did you want to say anything
2: yeah i just wanted to to uh, say yes so it's actually we are we are not waiting for for um any any ideo rounds we are we have been developing all the time before we even went public and we are continuing with with our development and that's that's i think that's that's a great thing about it
1: one of the <clears throat> one of the re another reason how this benefits us is that we uh sorry if i'm going to be off topic now but we're we're a uh, a project that's a real world business we have real world utility and we 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 have real revenue that's going to come into timpy three dollars and through our ad network so we, we want to get to that stage as, as quickly as possible because as soon as we can start gener- generating revenue, that means that that's going to de-risk the whole business f- for us very early on. So, and, and we believe we can, we can do that by the end of the year. Um, and, and so, yeah, we, we, we're very keen to be really getting to the stage where we, we're cr- creating that real world utility and, and real world revenue. So we need to build, build, build.
3: Yeah, and I'm going to kind of stay a little off topic. I think that uh, new projects like Tempe, like what you guys are doing right now, it's kind of future-proofing yourself by going for these newer sectors, uh, kind of being the first movers in them, because uh, you're kind of in a lot of uh, projects in crypto. Most of them, let's be real, are Ponzi schemes because they're all Mm self-reliant on their own ecosystems, and they're not. They're not. um, I guess how do I say this? it's applicable to the real world and I think projects like Tempe and uh you know Flux and Kadena kind of being a settlement layer uh are gonna kind of come out on top in this kind of way uh in, 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 at least in like you know 10 years time if you guys have heard I don't know if you guys heard but the Kadena team vesting schedule actually extends all the way to I think like 2031 uh so yeah Cadena is here to stay and uh uh I yeah. think I could say the same about Tempe.
1: Yeah.
3: So yeah. Uh hope you guys didn't mind me kind of going uh tangent over there but
1: Yeah, no, that's really good because you know we 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 make decisions for the future of Tempe, right? We we're looking at long-term and long-term decisions and I know uh, and we'll probably come through this more, but i I know with um there's been some queries about why we're moving to layer one instead of Ethereum and all this, but we we and and some people have found that a difficult decision uh, that we made, but we're we're really thinking about where are we going to be in the future, How can we make sure that we're still here in three, five, ten, fifteen, twenty years' time? And so our decision making really is uh, strategic and and long term.
3: So, um, I guess the next question, and this kind of ties into what you guys were talking about with like, uh, you, I think uh, York said, we're, you guys are always actively developing, like, you're, you weren't waiting on different IDO runs and stuff like that. You guys have been building from the start. So, um, does that kind of like tie in in your decision to switch to an L1? And can you, like, kind of, uh, to make your own L1, sorry? Can you guys kind of explain the decision making process behind that?
2: Yeah, I can maybe take take the first first part of that. So we always said um, Timpi, and it, it is Tempe is driven um, by the community for the community. So in, uh, for us, in order to do that, we also need to have a, a sort of a governance process for the community to actually make decisions, and that was one of the the items we we thought of um, what we need to do um, or why we we want to move to layer one. Um, the other is, of course, um with um how Time is and uh, Tempe's um ad, ad network will be um, um, will be built. Uh, we will have a, a huge amount of nfts, for example. so um running that on Ethereum would just um, waste a lot of resources in terms of gas fees and stuff like that. so with um, with that, um it was it is just future proof for us to. Um, use Kadana and our own chain because that makes us most flexible and it helps us to to keep our promise that we don't want to end up as a search engine provider who makes decisions for the people. And um, whoever you look at at the moment, um, even if they have their own index, it is always the um, the ownership is always or the decision making is always with the business itself. So that's the biggest risk we see, and we saw that recently with, with announcement around some of the search engines that are on the market. That's what we want to prevent. We do not want to make the decision for the people uh, in terms of what is what is what is it you want to see on a search engine? How do you how would you like to rank it? And that's something what we now with Layer One what we can really introduce. We have our um, our own uh, government. Um, so our our tech and uh, that allows the, the the community to make um, really the hard decisions on the search engine itself um, through the governance process through the blockchain and that was one one of the reasons why we decided to move to layer one.
1: Yeah, and that really feeds into like having control. Control is the wrong word, but we need the community to be able to have control. We need flexibility within the network we're using because we are not only developing a, um, a search engine, a decentralized search engine, but we, we, we're we really on a mission here. Okay, We're on a mission to be able to bring um, unbiased data to the world so people can have reliably and un- Bias data to the world and there's many forms in which that can come through and so if you look at Google's ecosystem for example yes they have a search engine but they have a Google Docs and they have YouTube and many other services all which are based around how we are receiving information and how the 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 users are um, being manipulated in in the way that organizations want them to so we, we, we want to build an ecosystem for our overarching mission, which is to provide people with unbiased data. But we don't need to do that alone. There's strength in building a community and there's strength in working with uh, other projects who are, are, are doing things like a, a YouTube version, uh, a, a YouTube equivalent or a Google Docs equivalent. And we'd like to work with them and we'd like them to be part of our ecosystem so having a layer one really enables us to, to do that um, whereas if we were just our own token on another network then the opportunities to um, create that ecosystem of like-minded projects with the same mission would be very limited
3: yeah i understand where that uh kind of thought process comes from and uh are i like what you said about like you guys don't want to be that team that's making decisions for the community you're rather looking yep. out for, like, the long term so that there is a community for your project, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, you guys were through your nodes. And, uh, you know, as every every protocol kind of starts out centralized and gets decentralized over time, it's just the natural way of things in crypto. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I think you guys definitely uh, have the right things going for you.
1: I think the other thing just to <clears throat> highlight there as well is that, as Jörg said at the beginning, this was a move that we would always uh, looked at, making uh, down the line and, and we mentioned it before um when we're moving into round two um perhaps i'll give you a segue here um when we're moving into round two then uh we've got some significant uh strategic partnerships that we've been talking to for two or three months now <clears throat> and uh getting contracts sorted and we're, we're there now and hopefully we'll be able to make an announcement on, on those partnerships in the next couple of weeks. Um, but whilst we went through consultation with them, then we, we really realized that we're in a position to be able to do this sooner than we thought. And particularly for um, uh, when we're coming into round two, then opening it up and giving that people an opportunity to be part of something much larger, uh, was was beneficial for our partners and and we believe that long term it's beneficial for all our holders as well
3: yeah i mean it's understandable so you guys you you have a second round uh coming soon um and i is this going to like do we have any details on this yet i i'm a am completely oblivious to uh knowledge that there was a second round so it, it if this was already announced like you know feel free to let me know
1: but I'm just wondering. No, so second round is, has been long awaited. People have been asking that question for, for probably a couple of months now. Um, it's very soon. So we, it's, it's hinging on the partnerships I've talked about just briefly there. And so once we've signed contracts, then we're going to be able to uh, announce the schedule for round two. And at the same time, we'll also announce schedule for the uh, layer one as well. Okay. We are tantalizingly close to be able to communicate <laughs> what those dates are, but not quite
2: now. Pa- painfully close, you can say.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And are these
3: uh, announcements going to also come with like those partnerships you were talking about, like those are going to be announced?
1: Yeah, we've we've got quite a few. So we've got the partnerships, uh, two partnerships that we'll announce uh the IDO dates, the um layer one dates and we'll probably reiterate some of the recent changes that we've made in terms of our vesting as well because we've we've the, increased the increased the, the period of our <clears throat> of the um the, the tokens uh, being vested as well the, the internal tokens that are being held in uh, either either project team tokens or marketing or partnership tokens so we've increased in the vesting period for those as well um so all all of that will all come out in a in a, in a, in a big announcement uh in the next week or two
3: okay yeah so um i know you, i want to kind of like tie into the beta program that you guys were talking about earlier um are there going to be any more like open spots for people who would like to participate in the near future? Or is that like uh, an ever-growing thing? Like it's happening uh, constantly?
2: Yeah, so it's happening now and there are still uh, a few open spots. So if you go into our Discord server, um, you can apply for, for the beta program. So we we are having at the moment, we have four active groups for the beta program. And in the last week, we tested the version 0.830. Uh, with all four groups uh, with the same version, um, just to um, see how our GeoCore will perform. And um, it was, as expected, uh, had some issues uh, initially, but we were able to fix the issues within, I think, 24 hours. So now the GeoCore got hammered, really hammered, um, during the last week, and it performed very well. So that's, that's one part of the test where we wanted to mass test our geo core and the ability of the GeoCore to actually handle the traffic volume. So with with four groups, four hundred um, collectors um, um, with one on one geo core, it, it was handling it very well. Um, so now we uh, we are at the moment working on the um, updated version. So we what how how it works is that we have uh, you can say several branches of the collector uh, software. And uh, we can test as, as much we want in the lab. We can never really simulate the real world out there. So that's where we have the, the public beta. And um, during the last week, it turned out that the version we have for the collector, uh, the branch we used last week, was not the right one. So that's great, great, uh, great outcome, basically, because now we know uh, um, what we have to do. So in the next... On Thursday, we will release the 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 new version of the or the, the a new branch um, of the version of the collector, um, and then it goes out for testing as well. And that already includes a lot of improvements, a lot of uh, fixes that uh, the community detected and and um, reported back to us. Um, big thank you to spelling error to get all this um, all this um, bugs into our DevOps so we can fix them. So. All in all, the process was really successful. Um, we had a lot of users who had no issues at all, and the collector was just doing its job. And um, so that's, that's what it is all about, right? So that's why we do the, the beta testing. So there are slots free. We will also enter um, soon the, um, uh, the Guardian um, beta program. Which is uh, our storage um, um, uh, node, or our storage, storage, uh, yeah, our storage for for the search engine. So you can apply for that as well. Um, but there are also slots for the collector itself.
3: Nice. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that you guys are kind of like uh, making sure that there's always more slots opening up as you go along, uh, kind of speeding it up, but also making sure that you're not spreading yourselves too thin. So yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will, we we even will have special events. So I'm planning, as as we did last week with with the performance test, we will have more of those performance tests where all beta testers hit one geocore, for example, to just uh, to just see how the geocore performs under really heavy load. Um, you have to you have to uh, um, um, now that a geocore normally would usually would handle around. 250 uh, collectors, and not 400 or 500, but we want to make sure that we can handle um, um, larger loads. So that's where we will have special events where everyone can hit one Geo Core as much as possible, just to see how it how it reacts. And that the same will happen with uh, with the Guardian as well. Mm-hmm
1: and just the 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 people who are involved in the beta program will get priority to run the collector's guardians um when we we are live and yeah. there's no cost to uh running those so again we we want to make sure we are a community driven project so we're not going to be charging for um having that space um yes, if you're there helping us with the beta then you'll get that priority and you'll be able to start earning timpi uh, as soon as we go live
3: awesome so um you guys are talking about like the actual platform and its fundamentals kind of uh as you're you're exploring that with the beta program how is um your guy is layer one gonna tie into it uh compared to like Kadena tying into it
2: i mean the layer one so um for the for the search engine itself, for the software itself, the layer one does not integrate um, more as Kadana does. So we um, every every contributor will of course um, um, be able to earn um, Timpy tokens, and uh, for for the contribution, the software itself is uh, itself is independent from the from from the blockchain, and the, that's that was a design decision we did because what we wanted to achieve is. Um, uh, a wide adoption so that means our software can 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 run on nearly any system um, at least you don't need to prepare anything or you, you don't need to provide any additional um, for example static ip addresses and, and anything like that so how it works in 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 the in the search engine itself is is more around the tokenomics and the earning tokens and then of course um from a, from a governance point of view um, that's where the whole layer 1 comes into play when you use our um um our tech and you can basically the community can um um propose changes in in how we do things and how um um for example the rank, uh, ranking algorithm works and and stuff like that that's where where we use the layer 1 more heavily and the other usage for the layer one is of course the advertisement network as as i said there are um more nfts coming for the um, ad network and um and, and stuff like that
1: yeah we we have uh a a a piece of development that's in the pipeline uh that we we, we can't share with people right at this stage but we we're, we're looking at potentially being in a position where we we want to mint um uh, hundreds if not thousands of nfts per day um, potentially even tens of thousands and so with this volume then having our own layer one really gives us full control over how they're minted and then also significantly reduces our cost um, also timpy and then just coming back to the the cost side of things, is that we are w- looking at huge volume of transaction that's just going to be going through our ad network and the Tempi ecosystem, and so along with that comes charges, um, which if we were on other networks we would be paying, but we're not. So we can push those savings back into um, yes running Tempi operationally, but as the uh, as people are rewarded as a percentage of our revenue is uh in, in sorry in terms of our profit then um there's there's going to be more to to go around for those holders as well so there's a lot of cost savings long term again we're thinking long term here that are going to um be huge for timpi on our own layer one
3: yeah so um i know you got you you kind of partially answered what my next question is going to be which is uh, yeah, you, you literally just partially answered it, but I, I feel like for some people who are a little bit confused about the decision, I'm just going to go ahead and ask this question. Um, what ha- what does your guys Layer 1 have that Kadena doesn't have?
1: So, yeah, so we'll, uh, the, the first thing I would say is what, what I've just gone through in terms of cost of uh, minting NFTs and also uh, the, the, the cost of transactions. So all that is completely within our control in our ecosystem so that's going to benefit us and, and the, the, the holders um, it, it also gives us more flexibility in terms of how we're using the blockchain to support additional functionality i'm trying to be a bit vague here because we can't share everything at this stage about what we want to use it for but if we look at um metadata for example so we, we had a conversation with uh doug um from cadena um and he, for people who don't know doug he's the uh it manager or is he chief technician uh, I, I can't director, remember exactly his role director of engineering okay director of engineer of cadena and he we, we had a long conversations with him about uh the the use of cadena and timpy and um the cadena actually steered us away from using their network for Things like storing metadata, um, meta search data, for example, just because they understand the sheer volume that we're going to be putting through. And really, that's not the kind of usage that's going to work on Kadena. Um, However, it really will work very well for uh, the payment transactions. And that's what we're using it for. Another opportunity that this brings is, uh, with Kadena in is in gas stations. So when we look at how we're building and designing the Timpi ecosystem, it's with the users in mind. So with our own layer one, we can actually then, uh, coming back to cost and profits, then we can actually uh, push some transaction fees from our own layer one into gas stations on Cadena. Um, which means that, they're. Will be uh, you know we, we can then reduce the cost or even have zero cost, for example. So it just gives us a lot of, a lot of control and flexibility going forward um, when we think about not it's not just a search engine. This is just the, the beginning of a very long journey for Tempe.
3: Yeah. And I know, sorry, that was kind of like an ignorant question, to be honest, because uh, I'm sure there's many factors that go into the decision to do that. Uh, yeah. Myself, I understand a lot more clearly now. Uh, you guys were talking about storing metadata. Uh, Kadena, well, it has probably uh, like the highest uh, possible throughput for any L1 chain in the near future. Uh, like you said, it's not even the fastest settlement layer. Uh, it doesn't have the fastest settlement speeds, stuff like that. So, yeah. And uh, the fact that you guys talked with the Kadena team kind of made like a, a, uni- a unanimous decision on that. Uh, definitely kind of makes me gain some more confidence about that
1: yeah absolutely i mean i think a lot of we, we we have cut some slack for uh moving to a layer one but i want to reiterate that there's absolutely zero changes to the way we're operating on cadena no changes at all from from day one it's just instead of cadena and ethereum and you know when now you can see in in terms of everything that we've discussed here going moving on to ethereum would be a nightmare um, particularly as they've not moved to v2 then we are just using kadena and and are in layer 1 um and yeah the, these decisions haven't been made lightly as i've we've, we've consulted the engineers from kadena themselves and um major global partners in 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 our approach and um yeah we, we feel that we're making the the right decisions for everyone long term
3: yeah i can see that uh, Cfi, I brought you up if you want to say anything. Hey, guys. Good
4: catching up with you guys again. Um, I was following the conversation probably three-quarters of the way through maybe. But um, have you guys uh, decided which Layer 1 uh, solution you're going to have? Is it a kind of a fresh new tech or, or are you going to go on Cosmos or what, what's happening there?
2: Yeah, so we, we do have at the moment – uh, so we are in the design phase where we're looking at two and one of those is Cosmos uh we are not we are not going to uh reinvent the wheel so it will not be from scratch new development it doesn't make any sense um and we are looking very closely into cosmos as well yeah
4: yeah i, I guess the concept there with cosmos is really the app specific chain idea which i think uh between being a layer 2 on ethereum which is popular on a or an app specific chain on cosmos i think those seem to be like the primary choices people have right now mm-hmm. um and and uh, so I figured
2: you're probably be looking at both of those. Yeah, yeah, we we, we do look at those, and um, I mean it's it's um, and I think there there were um, the questions. Okay, do we do we have even experience, and and uh, can we make the decision in terms of layer one? As we initially were just a search engine and, and a token. So yes, we do have experience in in layer one. We do got uh, expert help in layer one. Um, so we, we have a couple of people who actually help us understanding what's necessary uh, to make it future proof and what is it we need to do. So um, yeah, and it's where where we are in the design phase right now and, and making the last decisions on what's the best approach. So as I said, Cosmos is one of the candidates we we, we have.
4: Yeah, I, I would suppose that you'd like to keep your core competency in the AI and uh, search yeah, uh, element and not necessarily get too caught up in the, you know, the, the choice of layer ones and the, you know, these kinds of issues, because obviously uh, that data has to go somewhere. But um, the search has to work pr- first and foremost, I guess.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So our core competency um, from a team point of view is still AI and search engine. And when we decided to go to layer one, we knew that we need to uh, get expertise in house. And that's what we did. So, um, and we, we get additional resources from external, um, to help us make the right decisions. And that also, you know, works together with, when we talk to the engineering, uh, with Doug from, from Kadena to get an understanding because he's, I mean, you can't get closer to Kadana than talking to Duck. <laughs> um, you know, he can, he, he helped us understanding, okay, what, what could be, uh, what could be an issue in the future. Um so we can avoid it straight away and that all led to um us making the call of okay we, we do need our own chain. Yeah.
0: Cool.
3: Yeah. So um yeah, I, I think there's a lot of I think you guys cleared up a lot of stuff here. I'm gonna be real. Because uh I know there were some people in the community uh who were kind of worried about uh the whole chain switching uh uh decision, but Considering that you guys are going to have the same functionality on Condena as you did before, this is just going to be for kind of settlement. Uh, I I don't think it's much of an issue myself. So, yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. Tom, I'm going to add you up here if you have anything to say, if you had to ask a question.
1: I'll just add slightly onto the back of that, and and thanks for that that feedback. You know, we feel that if, you know, people have got all the information uh, available and they're, they're understanding what the proposition is, and we can really communicate to people in the right way then i I think everyone should see this as a good move now one of the um uh, things that has been highlighted i think for for me over the last few weeks is that we we haven't necessarily always communicated effectively the the reasoning behind these moves and so i think that's something that we're, we're we're taking on board and looking at what we can do in in order to uh, better communicate with the with our with our audience. Um so that you know pe- people don't feel like we're um making wrong decisions. Because I think again if they've, if they've got the data and we're able to communicate in an appropriate way, then I think people will see that we're we are moving in the right in the right direction.
4: Yeah, I, I kind of see the two, the couple of big issues being mainly one, you know, the the question of technology in terms of the crypto uh point as far as like decentralization, speed, all the usual things. And then the second element is like, you know, which uh which destinations give you the most amount of like access to customers and liquidity. Since obviously um you know part of the reason to have coins and you know tokens on Cadeno or Ethereum or anywhere is to bring cash flow in to like support the system.
1: Yeah, and that's a really good point. And uh, I think we need to really work in the next week or so we've already started working on how we can really articulate that get it down on paper get it out into medium posts that people can read make sure it's getting spread throughout the community and uh having these amas with with you guys is really helpful for us to you know help help get this message out yeah one
4: of the areas i've been kind of interested in and i don't know where you guys are in terms of releasing the um or when, um, like, uh, what kind of beta programs are open right now? I hadn't really caught up lately. I was kind of busy, but, um, I'm, I'm curious, um, ultimately, uh, really kind of getting some of the Tempe network running on my own personal computers or possibly on business computers as a possible, uh, you know, uh, potential business adventure in a sense. Um, so yeah, just kind of thinking about that long term as far as those opportunities um and you know I think more I guess what I'm trying to say is uh when it comes to those things like the easier it is for the end user to spin up a um you know call it a node or you know guardian or you know whatever the different terminologies are ultimately yeah. the ability for individuals to do this uh very easily um, is really important. Like I think Theta does a pretty good job, uh, like Theta's network where, you know, you download your little uh, software and, you know, whether it's Mac or PC and you're off and running within minutes, uh, hook up a wallet. And next thing you know, you're you're earning Theta tokens or whatever. So I think some of those companies that have done this, like Theta and Brave and others, um, have done a pretty good job as far as like making it easy for the customer to do it um that's i think the mo- one of the most important things uh, as far as ease of use for growth of that um you know to be able to tell your friends easily or talk on a twitter space and say hey you go you download this you push that button next thing you know you're a member of the system right and yeah. Um, simplicity
2: yeah that's our that's our approach as well i mean with the current beta program uh, we run we get the necessary feedback to really make it easy. So um, our, our beta testers doing a great job, as I said initially. It's it's they doing a great job giving us feedback on okay how can we how can we make it the process easier, but or what, whatever other um, issues might might have uh, been found in in the software itself. So that helps us to um, to really make a great experience or create a great experience. Um, uh, for for uh, for the user, um, it's just it should be just installing the software, um, hooking up your wallet, and off you go. Uh, and that's for the guardian, for um, the collector itself. Uh, you don't need to stake. You don't need to do anything. It's basically just installing the software, uh, and that's it. So currently,
4: what what kind of computational resources uh, are you seeing that people need? Um, you know, I, I think a lot of folks. Uh, especially retail users who might want to contribute. Most people have probably one computer running most of the time in their home and the ability to add, you know, these kinds of capabilities to a computer you already own is very powerful compared to having to buy another computer to, um, you know, to participate. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a key element. The idea that, you know, more of these decentralized systems, Run in parallel with other processes that are running on your computer, and um, as long as they're resilient to sort of like routine stuff like restarting your computer for you know opera you know uh, uh, updates and whatnot um, you, you know my the way I envision it you would have like an average user might be running two or three or four different types of applications, Tempy just being one of them yeah. um, on their personal computer, and that's kind of a cool idea
2: yeah, so that works so um the uh, the version so we started off with a version that ran on that was able to run on I think even two cores uh, and two gigabytes of RAM, uh, RAM on on the Linux system. but you can you can say if you have four cores, you can run the software. Our last iteration of the software that I, I said that earlier was um, was one version that we uh, decided not to um, uh, not to further develop. So uh, we have several branches of our collector. And the mass test, the test we do, right, so the beta testing, what we do uh, at the moment, gives us the, uh, the right information to make decisions on, okay, what branch is it we want to uh, continue developing? And um, the branch we are working on right now um, will um, be able to run on, uh, on even two cores uh, in a virtual machine or just on your normal computer. And it will not take as much resources as the previous v- version did. And you have more flexibility. Um, I will, We will have some updates on that on Thursday. But uh, what I can say is you can now decide what kind of collector is it you want to run. Uh, and also, do you want to use a uh, proxy server or other um,
1: technology and stuff like that? Yeah, it's not just Linux, right? So people can run it on yeah. what, what other know, systems have we got it working on right now?
2: Yeah, so it's Linux, Windows. It does work on Mac OS, but we do need to do more testing on 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 Macs as well. But it's Linux, uh, Linux, Win- uh, Windows, Linux, and Mac OS. Cool. So,
3: uh, hey, KDA, I, I added you as a speaker. I don't know if you guys wanted to say anything.
5: Yeah, I did have one one question that might be a little offbeat, but uh, so I'm a machine learning guy, um, not the the Python hack it up, but the theoretical type, and so. Oh kind of working with Google's team before I, I used to, when I worked at D-Wave, we worked with Harmut and Evan's team and we learned a lot about, um, you know, how difficult it is to run machine learning at scale for search. And so I'm just wondering if you can comment a little on your machine learning pipeline and, and what you're planning to do, because at Google, if you're going to compete with them, you're going to have to cycle through, you know, hundred billion rows of data and compute on this. And you need like a small city block of computers to to do anything. So. Can you yeah. comment a little bit more on that, which is the, the bottleneck uh, and not really crypto, which isn't, but that's kind of the bottleneck for you guys? Yeah, uh,
2: fair enough. So, uh, of course, so I, I, would, uh, I would be crazy claiming that we can put the same resources onto our AI training as Google does. Of course not. Um, but it's also not the aim. So our, uh, we are concentrating on, at this stage, with our AI models, more on the side of usability or user-friendly. So um, if I look at the word vector AI, for example, it will help us to understand what is it the user want, even if the user doesn't really want, uh, doesn't really know what he wants. So that's one part. Uh, what we do is, and word vector AIs, you can um, you can train them up, I wouldn't say easily, but you can train them up, um, Yeah, it is quite easily, it's just a lot of time. So we do develop our AIs in house. Um, the benefit I have is I'm doing AI training since seven years now, and I have trained uh, a lot of models and gained a lot of experience in in that area. How to and that's the the biggest challenge in AI. What many people might not know, the train up, training in AI itself is nothing the user does. It's basically the machine does its stuff. Um, the biggest the biggest challenge is more uh, the preparation of the information so the data um so if you have well prepared data an ai model can use to train um you have a lot of more success and and that's the biggest challenge we work at the moment on um as we we need to prepare information or the data the data set um, for the ai models and my my previous work just helps me uh, helps helps me Identifying okay <clears throat> what is needed and what what can or can't work, but also identifying what model might work out well in terms of the parameters and what model might not work well, and that saves a lot of time. But it is it is a it is a tedious process. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, you have, and I think and, and if if someone did ever uh, train AI models, um, it is sometimes quite frustrating because you train models for hours or sometimes days and then you find out it's rubbish and it doesn't do what you want so you start over again so it's not as exciting as it might as it might sound it is really tedious work in preparing the data sets uh, in order to to get an ai model what you want it to do <clears throat> so but we are aware of the challenges and we we prioritizing at the moment um the um certain the models we need for the search experience, and that's what we're prioritizing at the moment. And there are many, many more, um, and we have in our pipeline um, hardware that will help us um, to determine or to to uh, train models even faster. Um, and that will help us, of course, um, um, having more models at the same time. I hope that answers the question.
5: Yeah, maybe I could just follow up just really I'm sorry. Just uh Yeah, no, quickly. no, always sure. So the, the issue in search is that um you know you're you're solving a large eigenvalue problem and and you're trying to order everything in terms of um some sort of metric which is sort of boiled down to what the average user might want to see. Like when you put in Timpey, you would really like to see things to do with Timpey, and and not like maybe like a ballet somewhere in Russia or something that might be called yeah. Timpey.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so yeah
5: you know, you're really guessing, you're really, um, you're really trying to train that model. And and kind of why I brought that up is that to train that model, because the English language is just so, it's so complex. And then you have many other languages as well, you just need to ingest a lot of money. So where I was going with that question was, would you ever think about sort of fragmenting your learning model across many nodes? So like, I, I run like massive servers, and it would be really interesting to just lend you computing power through flux, maybe. And then you could uh, kind of farm that farm that compute out for Because you're going to have to ingest billions of rows of data. There's no way around it to get an effective yeah. search that pleases yes. people. So yes. will you ever think about um, kind of farming that out in a decentralized way?
2: Yes, we, we, we are actually having a part of our um, um, roadmap is actually um, having another um, node um, that users can run, and that's an AI node. So yes it's part of the of the roadmap already yeah um so basically using the compute power and the graphics cards um it's basically the GPUs we we are after <laughs> um using that and and having um um the AI models trained um on 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 computing systems or computer systems um, of the user if we have users who you know like you have um gear that can can be used for that
5: Cool. Yeah, call me up when that happens, and I'll. I'll Oh yeah, I will do. (laughs) What what do you guys think? What do you guys
4: think is the future of sort of like uh, Intel and like Apple chips or systems on chips that are designed specifically for um, AI work? Do you you feel like those types of systems are, um, I guess, easy to program on or implement? or do they improve the situation in some way for you guys, like as opposed to GPUs at some point in the future?
2: Uh, Maybe, Uh, what I see is right now, I mean um, the GPU only helps you in order of time. So you you have two choices and that's the same with with the search engine when we designed the search engine. One choice is you have your own um, very powerful hardware and for a search engine, that would mean we need ter- terabytes of um, um, or petabytes of spa- of storage, for example, or you have a decentralized way. So there is no real difference uh, without going into too much detail. But um, I can have the same result with 100 slower computers than with one large computer in most cases. In AI, it doesn't work all the way, but let's uh, let's put it that way. So... Um, I see at this stage, um, the GPU is still the better option, but I'm hoping that, um, the, we, we go back to a CPU, um, more capable CPU, um, that we, that we can use for AI training. I I suspected you would say that only because,
4: uh, like, you know, which platform would you use? Like, at least in GPUs, there's some coherence as far as like one computer to the next GPUs largely work similarly whereas yeah. if you talk about like a chip that you know apple develops for quote unquote ai usage or intel or whoever they're not necessarily on the same sort of architecture in any meaningful way so like if i have one and you know uh somebody else has another chip then the problem is you can't really program in a decentralized way for that uh
2: in theory right i guess that's the problem uh you can or part of it. so i was my, my benefit is <laughs> Again, with the security bit, I, I do. Um, a couple of years back, I, um, I was working with a business that did exactly that. So they had a decentralized platform for um, people who wanted to train AIs. They could use and tap into uh, the hardware. So you, what you could do is you could, you could actually make it work that a Mac, a Mac and, a, and a Windows um, train on the same model without being compatible. It's it's quite interesting, but you can you can make it work. It's complex as well, but you you can make it work. So you are not depending on the same hardware platform for your AI models. It it works for um, some models. It doesn't work for all models.
4: I have to say. I, I suppose it's kind of like it depends on how good the APIs are for each individual platform. You know, because some of these custom AI chips, like that Intel and you know Apple are producing like the the APIs may be different between the two, right? Platforms, even though your programming interface might be the same. Yeah. So then you wind up with like, can you do all the functions you want on every possible theoretical new chip that comes out? So that's that's kind of the like AI problem to me. It's like, there's not an obvious uh, hardware structure that would make the quote unquote best AI yet, right? So we don't know what that is. So there'll probably be a long battle of decades while people figure that out, I
2: would imagine. yeah, I'm I'm hoping for quantum computers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, among other things. Either yeah, or either that or
4: if that'll turn out either either really good or really bad for us. But that's a different discussion. Yeah,
2: yeah, we don't we don't
3: know yet.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, so uh, thank you guys for kind of like uh, C five for joining in, kind of uh, lighting up the discussion a little bit. Uh, so. Anyone else has any questions? You guys can raise your hand. Otherwise, I think we'll wrap it up. I'll give you guys a minute.
1: Yeah, I've, I've got to. Um, I've actually got another call with Flux right now. I need. Um, I'm going to be late for, so I might just drop off if that's okay. Um, leave leave leave. here to to mop up any last questions if that's all right. Yep. But no. Good, would- thanks for you're in the <laughs> meeting as well, are you? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the meeting as well, but that's fine. Do you first, and I will. I will pop in later.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thanks for hosting us, guys. And uh, always great to. Um, uh, be here and thanks, C5 for your your questions. Always enjoy the uh, conversations between you and Jörg. Uh Thanks everyone, and I'll speak to you again shortly. Thank you. For sure. Thank
2: So I'm, I'm still here. So if if anyone has a question, feel free to, you know, unmute. Nothing yet. I could start singing. No, you don't want that.
3: Lay down a be <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi guys, can you hear me? I
3: heard you a yep, yep we can hear yeah. you. So first of all I wanna say I'm a big fan of Team P, so big fan of the concept. And Thank I you. also wanted to know uh,
1: how
3: how was the development of your
2: blockchains going? Uh it's going it's going good actually. Um so as I said, we uh, initially. So we are we are still in the. So we are in the design phase at the moment. We uh, defining all the requirements the blockchain needs to or what we need to put into the blockchain. Um, that's that's close to to be finished off now, and then the the, the core decisions we already made uh, is basically one is we do not do it uh, from scratch. So we are not going to to develop the blockchain from scratch. That gives us, of course, a, a huge uh, um, uh, benefit on in, in terms of timeframes.
5: Yeah. So
2: we are looking at something like eight to two, uh, eight to ten weeks for the development of the blockchain itself, instead of um, eight to twelve months, um, as we, we we use an existing framework. So that that helps us a lot. But at this stage, we are we are designing uh, on, and, and planning how the blockchain needs to look like and what it is we need to consider
3: sounds great thank you very much for the answer good luck no worries. thank you okay i don't want to hold you up too long Jorg. so if you have that meeting to get to uh i think we'll wrap it up now thank you everyone for coming on thank you uh york and then um i said thank you to gareth but i'll say it again while he's not here thank you gareth for coming on uh yeah i, I remember you guys we did a telegram ama a while back so It's nice to finally get to speak to you on Twitter. I feel like it's a lot more intuitive. Uh, And yeah, hopefully we can do it again later on when you guys are um, further into your uh, roadmap.
2: Okay, yeah, no, sounds good. Sounds great. And um, I enjoyed it very. So it was fun. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And um, wherever you are, enjoy the rest of your day, night. (laughs) Um, And uh, we talk soon again. You too, good. Sorry, I said good. Uh, (laughs) see ya bye bye
0: thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the tempe ama hosted by the cadena project network recorded on monday june 27th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening in the darkest of times when the phoenix arises out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus open the sarcophagus and release the virus got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis when the flags go up like everyone is righteous spending government checks sniffing up the white dust the previous generation wants to be just like us fuck that shit I'm trying to be like Mike was drop the bias and you might survive this the mummy coming through to remind your highness I might just buy up my own fucking island build a little Bunker, then wait for the timer. Countdown to zero. Day exploiting. Every exploit in your internet. Sex toys, and emitting vibrations through the ether. Did you just come? Me either. If you look at the bright side, we're lost at the right time Blindly, following stars in the night sky Part of me might ride away with the prize fight Man versus everything else until the time's right Unleash the cracking no wait, that was crack Fuck now, everybody feeling all amped up Fucking like bunnies to the national anthem Ugly little shit's eating up all our rhythm Mishandling the captions, who has the answer? Holding our attention for Ransom Fed up with all the red tape and the boring template Like it matters if it's a blue or red state Charged every month and we can't even cancel Feeling distressed? Fuck it, kill the damsel Fuck gas, yes. spread it like we're on some undead shit And pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit In the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be 5% And the numbers are so much higher We're not ready for the next epidemic so, if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks, if you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the the patient. Tender spaces.